This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show mm. on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. You know what? Thought done. I followed a mock cart. Thought it was a wedding. <laughs> That's what people used to say. I if you said what? Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know the uh, cake adverts, naughty but nice. Do oh, you yeah. remember those? Was that Mystic? I believe Kipling? that. that was no, it? No, it was wasn't. I think it was. It was written by Salman Rushdie. Salman Rushdie. Can yeah. I just say, I think That's it was cream. Possibly fresh cream. Yeah. Although I do like the idea of there being a cake advertising board. People just advertising. Oh, you're right. It was fresh cream. Yeah, I, 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 that would <laughs> be naughty good. but nice. Yeah, it's um. He did a few, I think. I think there's a few famous um, Rushdie slogans. <laughs> Faye Wilson Who is as it? well. Who is it was one, I think. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Frank, can I just say something to you? We've had a number of people getting in touch this morning. Mm. Very excited about the Winter World Cup. Oh, yeah. There have already been some requests. Okay. I'm just putting it out there for you. Given, for example, um, we've had Chris Fairs, given that we're having a Winter World Cup, how about a Three Lines Christmas remix for the tournament? Throw in a few bells and all that, and you've got an easy football-slash-Christmas twofer. Yeah, my main problem with the Christmas World Cup is that Turkey haven't qualified. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the sort of stuff that ruins comedy, isn't it? People <laughs> not making an effort. <laughs> yeah. I can't comment on that, basically. I understand. Um, so, there you go. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, well, um, I've got an early complaint, actually. Oh, no. What, what is it? I, um, dermatitis? I hope you're feeling... We're, have we got to guess what it is? feeling <laughs> robust, Frank. OK, go on. Uh, I think it's picking you up on a pronunciation. Oh. Uh, 096 has texted, Frank, I don't know how many times I've tried to tell you it's Aid Memoir, not Aid D Memoir. <laughs> oh, Aid Memoir. I'm okay. going to write that down. Okay. Aid. I made the same mistake with um, with uh, Menage a Trois. Oh, when was that? <laughs> would you like? To, would you care Menage to elaborate? No. I always, I always, I always <laughs> think it's a very good idea, a Menage a Trois, not in a physical way, but just you know. For voting, you know, couple voting. One of the big problems is oh, there's two right. of you, yeah. uh, constant stalemates. If you're in a menage a trois, things just move more smoothly. Right. Um, okay. Any I've written, I've written breaking, it down. breaking news this morning. I hope that's not taken out of context, Frank. No. If you're in a menage a trois, <laughs> things just move more smoothly. No, but, but people think it's all about <laughs> the physicals of menage a trois. But there's lots of you know, you got two of you go out and let someone the one watches a dog. Yeah, it's great. It's a great scheme. Okay. More banter. Yeah, if there's any menage a trois listening, drop us a. <laughs> no, don't. A no, but, no, but like I said, I don't think it's necessarily a sordid thing. I think it's a modern world, and also there's a housing shortage. So many reasons modern for um, an MT. The modern world. Yeah, <laughs> this is the modern world, isn't it? Anyway, listen. Yeah. It was. Um, it was. I got up yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, my son is in tears. Why? And uh, Kath holds up a COVID test and there's the old double red line. So that's that's that. Then I noticed um, he's in tears and he's knocked over a cup of tea on the table. And I didn't want to say, what are you? Because he's in tears. So I had to just pick it up. When I reached for it, the tea was a piece of plastic cut into the shape of a puddle of tea and I said mm. hold it is this an April Fool's joke and he went yes I said oh. I said hold it have you actually got and he went no it was a joke when I looked at the Covid test there was a red biro line had been drawn on the thing and um, it was most upsetting I must say Earlier in the day, remember, this was like half seven in the morning. Earlier in the day, he'd been typing something on 
his mum's laptop oh, and for some reason he'd slammed it down and when he picked it up all the screen had cracked except it hadn't he'd oh. put a transfer <laughs> I mean you couldn't move in the house for um, pranking so anyway that was my start to the day we, was that the first link what just, I just fled say, by what happened to it let's compare I've lost all sense of time wasn't that about a minute and a half <laughs> I think we devoted quite a lot of time to menage a trois. Oh, yeah, that's the trouble. They, they do take up a bit more time <laughs> in, in some aspects. Frank Skinner, Skinner. on Absolute Radio. Me and um, my partner mm. went to see um, friend of the show, Tim Key. Oh this week at the Soho Theatre and Kat said why don't we walk into town it's about an hour and a quarter why don't we walk in and we have a good chat so I thought it was nice nice thing Mm -hmm. lovely so um, just as we was leaving um, she went to the toilet and then launched into a harangue and she doesn't normally eat cake (laughs) Um, She launched into a harangue about what, let's call it my toilet accuracy. Uh Uh-oh. You know the old male-female argument. Yes, I do. So um, we walked into town and for the first 45 minutes we didn't speak (laughs) at all because we'd had an argument. We just walked side by side, probably three feet between us. Oh. Head glowering. Glowering, yeah. I think, so is the word. state funeral procession. Yes, it was only broken when we stopped at um, Superdrug on Kat's constant quest for traditional lipsil, as she calls it. <laughs> Not one of these newfangled offshoots of lipsil, but the old, the royal blue tube. Oh, I Couldn't know. get it, though. Couldn't get it. No. Um, so we went to see um, Tim Key in his show Mulberry, which is basically about lockdown. To my horror, yeah. he still wasn't doing a joke about lockdown and Key, even though I told oh, him yeah. that that was an opportunity. He missed. doesn't play on the key yeah. enough. He won't. No. Um, he won't take my advice. He, well, I, was, I talked about him doing a, a, a greatest hits package called TK Maxx. <laughs> Come on, that's good. Yeah, but no, he was sniffy about it. Oh. Um, Some people don't want the help, do they? Too proud. Yeah, anyway, it's very funny. I, I, mean, would, uh, I hardly people... thought of any uh, any improvements. When you... Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, these stories make me so ill. I didn't I didn't see him after, so it was safe. I'm over it now. Why well, do you think you him. didn't see him after? Do you think maybe he made a hasty getaway because no, he's been he on went, the receiving he, end no, he, before? because he went 20 minutes over time. That's why I didn't see him after. You know, some of us got uh, babysitters. Uh, I, I sent him a text that said, sorry we didn't hang around, time is money. That's what the text from the babysitter said. <laughs> oh, fine. Anyway, i tell you what I didn't know about Mulberry. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was a fashion brand. Right. Right. Did you? You knew that. Did I know okay. that Mulberry was a fashion brand? Yes. Yes, I did. You see, I thought, where does Burberry fit into that then? Are they? Is it like, um, is it like Kentucky Fried Chicken and Kennedy Fried Chicken? Have you ever seen Kennedy Fried Chicken? Yeah. Picture of JFK, and uh, of course they can use the KFC uh, logo. Is it like, like that? Like Dixie Fried Chicken. So I did. I thought there was Burberry, and that was the only famous, um, fashionable berry. In what context does he discuss it? Does he discuss the brand no? The but show? when I looked up his, the the show to see, um, you know, what time? Well, basically to see what the tickets would have cost if we hadn't got <laughs> comps. Um, like when Bob uh, Bob Monkhouse <laughs> gave me a watch at, at, at lunch, it was really kind. And I was really thankful for him. I I, cro- I walked fifty yards to the nearest jeweller to get valued. <laughs> oh, I and the jeweller actually said to me, like being in an old joke. I, he said we could, needs it could do with a um, you know a bit of a, a, a thing change the back. He said um, and. Uh, he said, but we'll have to, re- if we reseal it properly, you'll be able to swim in here. I said, that's fantastic. I can't swim. And I got nothing from him at all. 
absolutely zero response. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So here's the thing. Um, I, I went into um, the toilet in my house and Boz said, I went in with Boz and the floor was flooded with water and I realised it hadn't been me. Oh. It was... So I called Cathy and I thought, this is my triumphant moment. I said, there you are. It wasn't me who made the floor wet. Mm. She went, oh, no. And Boss said, April Fool. <laughs> and he'd put loads of water on the floor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> one joke you're supposed to do, that's it. That's four years worth. He'll realise when he starts doing comedy professionally, you don't want to use it all up in one go. Mm. I mean, how does it feel like to not be the uh, chief prankster? No, I love anyone? it. I love it. If anyone else oh, yeah. had replaced <laughs> me, but you know, I love it. <laughs> it's a, but did we did we sort out what Mulberry is, by the way? Well, I didn't need to sort it out. Is, I, is I it a well-known brand? Yes, it's very well-known. Oh, it's definitely yeah. a well-known brand. Oh, yeah. God, even Al knows Even Al knows No, but you know, he's... Al, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it is, Frank. It's... Uh, are you familiar with the... I think they're best known for their leather goods. Yeah. Don't get too excited. No, no, I was... Obviously, I, I associate that with world of leather. <laughs> Don't text all your... No. community friends. <laughs> yeah. They're associated very much with the handbag. Oh. It's a high-end oh, handbag. handbag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A high-end handbag uh, in the a sort of satchel vibe. No, I like a satchel. Uh, the Alexa. Are you familiar with the Alexa? No. Sorry to everyone at home who's yeah. now mm-hmm. having issues with Alexa. I won't say it again. Uh yeah. Well, Alexa. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Anna Friel was the face of Mulberry. For Is that long. right? Mm. There you go. Anna Friel. Wow. I actually have a... <laughs> Sorry. That was Sorry. accidental. Carry on. I have a I have a vintage Mulberry suitcase that I really like. Do it's, uh, you? It's really? Do you? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've actually, as we speak, I've got a uh, Birkin handbag. Over have my you? shoulder, yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't. Yeah. I quite like a Birkin handbag. Don't know what Birkin is. Well, they're named after Jane Birkin, uh, Serge Gainsbourg's girlfriend. Most oh. expensive handbag in the world. Yeah. It starts at 10,000. Wowie. Okay. And then if you want straps and buckles... You better call Frank's yeah. friends. Exactly. Uh, John <laughs> Hopkins has... Hop. One of our regulars. Morning all. Not able to listen to the show live today as I'm mm-hmm. unbelievably visiting a sanctuary for misused apes in the Brecon Beacons this morning. Wow. Talk about life imitating art. That Oscar Wilde knew what he was talking about, didn't he? Frank, your uh, views on this? Is that life... In what way is that life imitating art? Well, I assume the art he's referring to is when you conceived of a... I think you you said uh, misused apes. You were talking Did about... You? Yeah. Oh, OK. Did you, know, I you went that? to uh I went to uh, Monkey World in Wall in Dorset, which is... That's for misused apes. So doesn't they use the word misused? No, they don't. But recently... You, when you were talking about, I can't remember in what context. Not the Tipton Slashers monkey. I think it might have been the Tipton Slashers yeah. monkey. You well, said, there's misused and there's stuffed and left on a shelf. <laughs> you used mm-hmm. the phrase misused apes. Did I really? Well, oh, that, that is uh, it's a funny old uh, world saint. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Okay. I tell you what, I went to a, a film premiere this week. Did you? Which one was out that? Out and about, aren't you? I have, I have been out and about this week. I went to see um, Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Lovely. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's a weird thing because I thought I took my I took my son and I thought I don't really want photographs of my son in the paper. So mm-hmm. I'll go, I just went in the public queue and went in with them. And then when I was halfway through, a woman said to me, Frank, Frank, w- would you just come and have your photo taken? So I had to go under the velvet rope, oh. 
get her to watch Boz, and then I did. Like, I mean, is anyone who is it the person in the world who sees a picture of me and thinks, "Oh, Frank Skinner went to that. I might give that film a go." Who is that person? <laughs> That person doesn't exist. Oh, there must be somebody. But anyway, I then had to go back um, into the into the public queue, and then I realised, of course, uh, the other side of the velvet was like Eddie Redmayne, Jude Law, even uh, Tom Felton was there, Malfoy, oh, and yeah. Boz was going, "Oh man, I'd love to meet them," and I thought, "Oh no, I can't cross the rope again." Yeah. <laughs> Once you've crossed the rope. So I ended up the wrong side for my kid to meet them. The wrong side, but in many ways the right side. Well, you say that, but my problem is is when they do these How to Be a Good Father books, there's almost never a section on film premieres. (laughs) No. No. It's it's very... uh, very excluding. (laughs) What I'm I'm really learning from this story is, uh, is just how non-secure the velvet rope is you can actually break through that barrier twice yeah exactly with total ease I'm just glad my knees was up to it because I had to go I had to dip I had to dip somewhat I to think get it's very yeah. useful you limboed to... on the way back didn't you I wish I could limbo <laughs> I think it's very useful if I was a brilliant limbo uh, dancer what would my stage name be what Gary Barlow oh lovely <laughs> Bar. <laughs> Low. I get it. That's just for the people at home. I get it. I, get I it. I'm happy to work with footnotes if I have to. <laughs> mm. I yeah. think it's good to experience life on both sides of the rope. It is, but I wouldn't have mind saying, Eddie, this is my son. You know what I mean? It would have been nice, but never mind. Okay. Those days are gone. I need to live with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm all right. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I have a story of something that happened to me this week, which I'm calling Raisins of Death. <laughs> oh. oh. So um, my partner called me yeah. and she said, oh, God, something terrible's happened. And I said, what is it? She said, I saw a couple yeah. giving um, the docks raisins. It's a big thing now on Hampstead Heath, where I live near, that um, you don't give the dogs bread or they die. Yeah. Right. And um, what they suggested, on, or I looked up on the Royal Society for the Perfection of Birds, mm. um, it, said, um, it said, give them frozen peas that have been thawed. Peas, right. peas, I call them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, they were. Maybe giving they them... mean compared to like shelled peas. They know what kind of. Area yeah, mate, you, you can't put them in shell. That would just tease the ducks yeah. so much. Yeah. But anyway, this couple said to Kath, "Your dog loves raisins." Now Uh-oh. Kath knew, which I didn't, mm. that raisins are basically dog kryptonite. Yeah, they're yeah. up. They're, they're up there with chocolate. Well, I Down think they're beyond. From I, I went googling straight away because I didn't want to spend mm-hmm. money at the vet if I could um, possibly help it. And yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah it was quite heavy duty the the uh, raisin and, and nuts are terrible. Is that right? Mm. Anyway, raisins yeah, seem to be raisins <laughs> were certainly in the Champions League um, positions yeah. as yeah. far as the league table of dangerous things for dogs. So we took it to the vet. And they had to, um, I won't go into too much uh, detail, but they have to, they take them into a bat room and inject them with stuff to make them uh, be sick. I've been in that bat room, Frank. I never go in the bat room. (laughs) Right. Um, But um, they went in and uh, then one of them has to um, read the runes, as it were, is look at what's, yeah. Oh, anyway, right. like uh, panning for gold. Yeah, like panning for gold, panning for raisins. Tea leaves type stuff, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the vet came in, and bear in mind this is North London, which is quite, it's a bit posh. She said, great <laughs> news, it's goji berries. <laughs> <laughs> so goji berries apparently... <laughs> Are quite nutritious. So this couple had said raisins, but they were they they were using a general dried fruit 
um, mm. coverall. Right. Must be but <laughs> the joy, the joy of it was that the vet said, uh, anyway, so there's no harm done. She might be a bit shaky for a bit because she's had the, you know, the, the injection vomit yeah. thing. She said, but she's, um, and she left a slight pause, good to go, G. Oh, oh I was very pleased. I'm I so said that's a really very fine joke. Whether it, looking back it was worth 151 quid, I don't know. Yeah, you've got to wonder. But um, it was a good, it was a good uh, vet joke because I find that, that vets generally are a bit um, serious. Does it have a sign up yeah. at your vet with a list of what's poisonous to dogs? And at the top, instead of chocolate, it just says green and blacks. Does it say that? I suspect does it, it does. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't think it. I don't think it uh, does. Aubrey's Frank as well. Don't go near them. Look, I'm not. Um, with the dogs that we had, my last dog lived to be 18 and ate more chocolate than um, people who eat than yeah. Willy Wonka. And how many cigarettes a day did your old granddad smoke? Um, no, but we had a beagle who was on 60 oh, a day. Oh, Frank. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We didn't know then. We didn't know. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Anyway, uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. News just in. Sarah's benched Trent. (laughs) Um, Sarah is our producer and you wouldn't believe this Um, but the shoes on the other foot the football boots on the other foot I basically sit here and they talk about football for the whole time controversially I'm I'm playing him this week you're playing Trent yeah okay because you know what if he doesn't play he'll just get substituted for Cody you know who yes I'm hanging on to anyway Dr. Troy Astart. You remember him, Frank? He's one of our regulars. Yes. Hello. I didn't I wasn't aware of the surname. A star. Is yeah. it a pond, Troy Astart or something? No, it's some people just have names. They do. It doesn't always have to be a pond. It's in the sort of same thing as Emily Aitak. It's got that kind yeah. of feel to it. I knew an op Richard. Um I went to college with an op Richard, mm. uh, which she um said was Uprishar. Oh. But I think it was up Richard. And I also knew uh, <laughs> Marika Onions, who insisted, oh. on, insisted on a Nile as her surname. I couldn't have been friends with Marika. <laughs> no, I wasn't really friends with her, to be honest. She drank in the same pub and we said, there's that Marika who says it's a Niles, but we all know it's Onions. If she's listening, um, she was much admired. Secretly, mm, that sounds a bit troubling. Um, no, it was, it was Troy, aesthetic. Okay, anyway. okay. Dr. Troy has got in touch mm. to say, firstly, I like Royal Society for the Perfection of Birds. I think that may have been what you said. Did I say perfection? I think you did. Dr. Troy continues. <laughs> side note: As a child, it sounds like a Robin Asquith film. <laughs> It's very 1970s. Side note, as a child, I got confused that the P in in RSPCA was prevention and in RSPB was protection. So a few times I said prevention of birds and protection of cruelty to animals. Yeah, I I didn't know it was... I I didn't realise it was prevention, but of Mm. course it must be. Yes, I mean, they, I think if they started again, they'd have a catchier name when they don't all those initials. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, those are the first things you join, the RSPB. I mean, we just joined that by default. My parents said, you need to join the RSPB. We never joined that. Did you not? We figured if you, right. could, if you could fly, you could look after yourself. <laughs> you know? You don't need to protect something that can fly, do you? <laughs> Whereas um, animals, you know, they're uh, they're on the ground. It's, it's harder to get away. Oh, okay. Um, Different worlds, Frank. And was the RSPAA, uh, which was protecting animals from Attenborough. Right. Of, um, That's an all day job, of, that. Yeah, setting up terrible incidents that he could film. 
Can you imagine when he arrives? They must be. You must be gutted. Oh, you think? Oh no. no. Just do nothing. Let's get our own back. Yeah. He never does. Sort of like, you know, those Andy Warhol movies. There'd be like a man sleeping for eight yeah. hours. He never does any animal ones where it's just animals just sitting around. And they must do that. Yeah, no, it's it's like it, it's like the only way is Essex. He gives them the bullet points. They have to make things it's happen. Sort of scripted reality. They're very produced. The animals. They're so produced. I mean, what reality, he should do is, yeah. is just have penguins dossing. Yeah, why not just have that? Penguins walking about. Me and David Baddiel used to watch a late night cable thing, which was just. Oh, there Elif- we go. It was just pe- pe- penguins <laughs> walking about, and we used to <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh at it. It just, you know, intrinsically ridiculous. <laughs> so the we, we don't need the violent setups, Dave. No, just have the penguins walking about. Um, at all. <laughs> Asso. Yeah. You said walking about like a cockney then. Walking yeah. about. Yeah, that's all we need. Don't have to go all Tarantino about it. Yeah. Just we're happy to just watch animals walking about. Relaxed. <laughs> the blase planet. And they just sit around. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, MJM, they did the Blase Planet with humans. It was called Big Brother. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would um, be nice, though, just to see animals chilling out on the telly more. Socialising. I've, uh, mm. I've been pretty happy this week, guys. Go on. Um, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, one reason why is that uh, my car clock is now cracked again. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that, that is a special oh, moment. Six months. <laughs> Um, So that's pretty good. But you may have noticed that I was in absentia last week. I wasn't. uh, I I thought you were in Aberdeen. (laughs) I was in Aberdeen. You're right. I was. uh, Is that Latin for Aberdeen? (laughs) I was fulfilling a contractual obligation that Uh uh, stems back to (laughs) pre-pandemic. Wow. I was supposed to do this corporate in Aberdeen in March 2020 mm. and it has been reshuffled I think four times maybe more and then I went to it last week it's a long way away Aberdeen I suppose if you live just outside Aberdeen yeah, it's, it's quite close so it's quite yeah. close to any of the other Can I listeners. say by the way um, there mm. may be people listening who don't know what a corporate is and Oh they, okay It's basically it's I mean, Yeah you define it Al it's when a, um, a comedian such as myself does uh, uh, entertainment for a particular group or business. So in my time, I've hosted the Kitchen, Bedroom and Bathroom Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've um, I've told jokes at the Mother and Baby Awards. But this was for some offshore drilling contractors Fantastic. and oh. their safety chapter. So it was quite a lot about safety. Wow. I did that. Uh, you know, I did that. Uh, I did, and this sounds now like from a different age. I did um, double glazing salesperson of the year. Lovely. Um, and on the bill was me and Red Rom. <laughs> <laughs> and they had Red Rom. They put carpet down and brought Red Rom into the, into the ballroom. Did Lee Mack bring him yeah. in? No, I don't think Lee Mack. Well, he might have done. We I should have say. Known. That, uh, Lee Mack, Frank, was a uh, works. He was a stable the boy. The first horse Lee yeah. Mack ever rode was Red Rom. Yeah, he was a That's stable amazing, boy. Eh? Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Sorry. but I just uh, a bit of context. Mm. Well, my um, my gig in Aberdeen was a significantly more mature demographic than uh, the double glazing gig is my bet because these people work offshore for drilling contractors. They're they're quite um. <laughs> Macho, yeah. So I was sort of dreading that <gasps> macho element because even though I'm macho by comedy circuit standards mm. because I exercise and do martial arts, mm. I'm not actually macho by Come on drilling contract. No, I suppose standards. that is a difference. It's all relative. So I got there and I thought, God, this gig couldn't be any more macho. And uh, the speaker before dinner was a bloke who used to be in the SAS. Wow. And he's, now, oh. and he's now on the telly on those SAS Oh, he's programs. not He's not still in the SAS. The trouble is with having SAS blokes on, it's hard to know how to introduce them. <laughs> yes. But if he's ex... Is he he wasn't wearing a balaclava. He wasn't wearing a balaclava. He was very good and he spoke well and he was fun. He I sounds very it. up my straws. Did, yeah. he, uh, did he dare, would you say, yeah, generally I speaking? 
I think he's both dead and won oh, in okay. his life, yeah. Um, uh, and then I went on, and they were a tough crowd. Mm. Um, not in a sort of malicious way, just a bit like... Have you ever done those gigs where you like a crowd won't give you three laughs in a row? They go, ha, 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 ha. Nah, not. Well, you're not getting a roll out of them. Uh, it's yeah. just no. I t- I so, tell you what, that is that what I call the one joke at a time audience. Oh, there's yeah, there's no sense so. of yeah. you've just made us laugh 28 exactly times. It. We trust you now. It's very much. So. You've I just made you... us laugh 28 times. Let's see how number 29 goes. Do you know what they are? They're a little bit. T- they're tapas. These people, aren't they? <laughs> yes. They'll just graze on the tapas. They'll have a bit here, a bit there. They but, won't go full in with a steak pie. But back to zero at the end of every joke that's the yes. thing oh, so on, anyway people. I did it and then loads of them came up afterwards and said oh I thought that was great normally they, um, they talk through the comedians oh, <laughs> so, so just by being like... listened to I'd been I'd been quite good I think mm. and then I remembered that this gig has been so rescheduled and so rescheduled that I was warned before doing it the first time oh they sort of stare at you a bit and then they'll tell you that you're really good, but they don't really laugh or but some of them they talk through, they're quite tough. They must it's have been, been rescheduled that many times that I had forgotten the initial warning because it was two and a half years ago. I'm presuming they were fairly well oiled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Very good. <laughs> Boys, we need to talk about the big news this week because I think you know what I'm talking about. Lovely Kenny Branagh won a Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. Did he? For Belfast. He did. That was was definitely the big story. That was the one Uh that we were talking about in North London. What about you? (laughs) There's a little extract from Belfast. It's interesting. Um, that it might be brilliant, Belfast, but every, I, I can't imagine going to see. Well, it's black and white. Yeah. It looks Some like the news. Like... They had a clip from it. It's like a clip from the news. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go and watch the news for two hours. Cinema. Oh, God. What is it, Pathé? I was just, you know, it was time. It was Kenny's time. It won't be as good as um, Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> the uh, secret of Dumbledore. No. There was Lots of magic in that. I like a bit of magic in a film. Yes, aliens or magic, right. or no thanks. I think aliens and magic are my two Is that worst things. Texting? Really, two of my worst things in life. Aliens, aliens and first, magic. then magic. Oh, aliens are infinitely worse than magic. If you take a film and you take out aliens or magic, then you've got someone talking about. <laughs> A divorce, and how they've gone to live on their own, and oh, I love how they that. remember mm. the smell of begonias from their childhood. I can't be living. All oh, right, yeah. I can, you I see, that's all. Watch that one as well. That's <laughs> all. Al, that's all I live for. I said to a friend of mine different. who was working yeah. on um, one of those. I don't want to say what it was, but it was a, it, you know, those sort of franchises. Frank, what are they called? Like McDonald's. Oh, yeah. No, Mar- the sort of Marvel. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I said, I just, I don't mind those films. I said, I just like it when the mutants have relationship problems and feelings they can talk Wait, about. So there's a lot of that, no. though, in it. Yeah, it is. There is a lot of that, honestly. OK. Uh, um. We need to talk, obviously, about that incident. They called it the slap that was heard across the world, which isn't entirely yes. true, because the entire thing was muted and edited... I believe. Yeah. Although, having said that... Unsuccessfully. Yeah, yeah unsuccessfully. <laughs> what, that Thank was you, interesting, because when Will Smith sat down yeah. and shouted, yeah. keep my wife's name off your okay. lips, okay. Yeah. I think that's the clearest I've heard an actor speak <laughs> for about ten years. <laughs> I thought I got every word of that. I didn't have to read what I didn't yeah. have to say, well, just I'll accept that there's a bit of more... I started, can I just if can I if I can just do a sidebar on yeah. this? Yeah. I was watching a, a series which is readily available on TV if you want to check this out oh, called not, not Lovecraft too. Country. Okay. Based on the stories of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And the sec it started off with like there were spaceships and things, and I thought I'm going to love this. The second scene was a couple in bed mm. talking, and I'd, I'd love you to try this episode one of Lovecraft Country. Try this as a national experiment. The second scene is a couple in bed. I could not tell one word that was being. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, you're <laughs> I thought this is not. It's not good enough. Is See, it? I just expect that now because I'm so waxy, but. Uh, yeah, well, I thought I was going deaf, but I, I was, um, I was, did I tell you, I was talking to someone who was directing, mm. and the, an actor came on and said, and he said, sorry, I can't quite hear what you're saying. He said, that's how, sorry, that's how I, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was that. And he, he heard that bit. <laughs> so he said, that's how I do it, perfectly clearly. And then he went, oh, so anyway, at least I heard what Will Smith, even if it was muted and and, be- and beat. Also, can I say in some of these shows... enunciated. Frank, in some of these shows, can I say, would it kill you to turn the lights on? They're saving yeah. it on the lecky bills. Yeah, but, you know... It's so dark. I don't mind a bit of that. Do you know? I'll be able to hear it. <laughs> I don't know what radio drama's like now. You've got nothing, <laughs> nothing to hold on to. Try, honestly, as an experiment, not while you're listening to the show, but if you get a chance, look up Lovecraft Country. Try that second scene of the couple in bed. If anyone can send me a transcript. (laughs) No subtitling now. We've all gone there cheating. But no. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Right, Will Smith, in case you don't know, hit Chris Rock. He did, and it was a slap. He broke a rule. You managed to he make it sound. Rule. You managed to make yourself sound like the headmaster of a school. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how are we going to deal with it? Right. In case you don't know, Will Smith hit Chris Rock. It, the slap, rather than a punch. Yes. I think is quite disrespectful. Really? Yeah. There's something. I think a punch is sort of saying. I'm going to hit you with a punch. I, I value you enough to clench my fist when I hit you. Yes. And I'm hoping that I'll hurt you or even knock you out, which means you won't be able to come back at me. A slap is, I know you won't come back at me. I treat exactly. you with contempt. I was once at um, a Huddersfield Town versus Millwall <coughs> match, and uh, Millwall had of a reputation. Of course you were, Al. Millwall had a reputation. For, for aggression. Mm. And uh, as we were leaving, some Millwall fans were trying to start a fight with um, with some Huddersfield fans, but right in front of all the police horses, and one sage old Yorkshireman said, Oh, safest fight you'll ever start, meaning you're surrounded by police. Oh, it's okay. not going to uh, continue. And I think there's a bit of this to that. Oh, I yeah. Think Oh, yeah. Um, it's like a fight on a football this pitch. Is, mm. This is the safest fight he'll ever start. It's against Chris Rock in front of all the cameras in the world. It's um, mm. Well, it's I was not... on the ramp going up to New Street Station in Birmingham many years ago, and there was two Millwall fans, and one of them said, one of them said uh, we you sport? I said, I haven't <laughs> bought anything. He said, what you sport? I said, I haven't bought anything. What you talk? He said, what, what are you supposed to I look, I don't have any bags or anything. <laughs> Looking at his mate. Anyway, he went off. And um, my mate said, no, he was saying, who do you support? You should have given him a part on uh, that drama that friend of yours was working Exactly, on. yeah. He, would, he must be an actor now. He must be. With that be. kind of diction. Oh, yeah. Only an actor. Maybe the actors are brilliant and just sound uh, departments have completely gone down the neck. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I do think Will Smith broke a rule, though, by um, slapping Chris Rock in the face because I thought the Oscars only permitted backslapping. Oh. See, see what Lovely. I've done there because it's sort of a backslapping ceremony. Where they give what about this? Then would you have intervened if you'd been there? Oh, absolutely oh. not. See, I was doing a gig once in Southend, and there was a, a guy on stage, uh, a musical comedy act who was not going that well. Mm. And I saw someone step up. They'd given him a bit of abuse, like verbal. Mm. And he, he's come. I remember his combat was shot your gobs. Um, and uh, I saw this guy stand up and I was the host and I thought, oh, no, I'm going to have to step in here and this, I might get, you know, knocked about. 
And the guy didn't go on stage. He walked past, he walked up to the sound thing and he just took out the two jack plugs, one for the microphone, one for the guitar, <laughs> then he went and sat down. <laughs> it's beautifully done. I wouldn't have intervened because I wouldn't want to be caught between a rock and a hard case. Lovely. All right, it's over, it's over. We're discussing the slap, or mm-hmm. as I call it, and as Frank referred to it, the, um, why, sir, you are no gentleman <laughs> moment. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I mean, people are calling it the most, it, the word exciting is being used. I mean, a bit inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, well, um, the most staggering Chris moment. Rock called it, said that was, um, the greatest night in the history of television. Yeah. In the, I first of all, it wasn't a night. <laughs> did, he, did he mean to say right? Also, <laughs> may I just point out that on that very stage, John Travolta <laughs> watch, once introduced Adina Manzel as the wickedly talented Adele Dazie. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so but there's I've, some competition there. I've done that when you figure out a name, so you start saying things like <laughs> oh, wickedly God. talented to try and buy a bit of time. Inside, <laughs> there's a little man ro- running around your filing cabinet to go, what is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah, it was, um, you know, it's uh, everyone saying that, uh, you know, violence is unjustifiable in all aspects. I don't mm. think anyone thinks that, right. do they? <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes it is justifiable. Oh, my God. Well, it is. Well, Not I, on this occasion. Can I just say the real uh, winner I, I, I was Denzel? It this because it turns out Denzel Washington is some sort of Yoda figure. Yeah, yeah. What about what yeah. Denzel said? What did he say? That when you're at the top, that's when they come I'll for you. I'll tell you exactly what he said. The devil. He said, at your highest moment, be careful, because that's when the devil comes for you. Hmm. I think he's referring to that's when you have to fight your own worst instincts. Um, Is that something you found at your highest moment? That question to Frank Skinner. I don't think the devil comes for Catholics, regardless of what floor they're on. Um, Right. I think it's it's quite a good quote. But there's a, a slight sense that Will Smith quoted it. And that Denzel thought I'd say I said that in private. Actually, yeah, yeah. I've actually nicked that. Yeah. From uh, I mean, he's probably got it from somewhere. Someone will say, "Oh, yeah. Denzel, you got, he's saying that as your own." No, he didn't credit me. He probably got yeah, it from I've the Matrix or something. I got it as a meme seen, off Instagram. Yeah, he saw it on a meme, or he's seen it. The best movie quotes ever. He googled quickly in the break. I mean, I, I couldn't help thinking. Oh, go on. Jada Pinkett Smith, mm. who I uh-huh. must say I love. Mm. I mean, yeah. only because she was Fish Mooney in Gotham. <laughs> Right. Um, well, there's always some she weird superhero connection. Why if she'd gone up mm. instead of Will, she'd yeah. gone up, and instead of doing any slapping, she'd pulled his lapel over so she could speak into his lapel mic, plus mm. putting him in place and saying, you know what, Chris, I love you and I love your art and I respect you. I think on this occasion, so a lot of people have the condition I have and it's sort of... It's tough and difficult. And I like to think that you and your colleagues in the comedy industry have moved away from a world where we make personal remarks about people's illnesses. But, of course, sometimes they slip through the net and then I think we have to speak. I love you, I think you're great, but on this occasion, that hurt me and I think it was wrong. Then she sat down. People would think she was amazing. Chris Rock wouldn't have come out of it too bad and he'd have probably said, you know what, I hold my hand up. And Will would have thought, what a woman. I'm, that's fantastic, that woman I'm married to. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll stop the timeshare arrangement and just be like a <laughs> a normal couple. That's what should have happened. That would have been beautiful. Yeah. Frank Skinner. What I found extraordinary... Hold it. What oh, about my on, housekeeping? <laughs> Oh, the producer then. She ran over and tapped the photocopy, but I have to read out, <laughs> as if it was my fault. It was my fault. Mm-hmm. Can I just say... It's all right. It's good. Enthusiasm is a good thing. We okay. should encourage it. Do your bit. Not you, Will. <laughs> um, 
So this is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I just attempted to start speaking before Frank had done what I call his business. Mm. And mm. I would like to apologise to Frank, I'd like to apologise <laughs> to Alan Cochran, but most of all, I would like to apologise to the Academy. Don't resign <laughs> from the Oscars Academy. Can we discuss the concept of the Academy? I'm guessing mm. the Oscars Academy is a bit like those um, elves toy-making factories where people sit around and make the Oscars. Is that how it is? Because there was a, this news just in this morning, Will Smith... Mm-hmm. Don't call me Justin. I've told you that before. Resigns yeah. from the the academy. What is it though? <laughs> Do you go yeah. and learn about the Oscars there? Is it like Fight Club? <laughs> yeah, it is now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he but, also said that his um, his behaviour was shocking, painful, and inexcusable. And I thought, no, you don't get to say it was painful. That's for Chris Rock to say. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, he say, actually, it wasn't that bad. It would have been worse if you'd punched me. I'd say more sincerity and less rosier is what oh, I would say to. Uh, to WS. Interesting. In WS's statement, uh, resignation to the Academy, mm. close quotes, he said that the list of people, as he said himself, the list of those I've heard is long. It includes Chris, his family, many of my dear friends, not all of them I notice, and loved ones, all those in attendance and global audiences. Wow. Well, everybody there. <laughs> I mean, he has influenced everyone. I, I found myself shouting the other day, keep my wife's name out of your bleeping <laughs> mouth. And um, it was an Amazon delivery driver that had asked for Mrs Cochran. Yeah, there's, so, no, there's no need for that. You went over the top, mate. Frank says that to me every week when I mention care. Wasn't it what I would call a union card apology? And that's when celebrities say, if I apologise, can I carry on doing this fabulous job? (laughs) It felt a bit like that. But, you know, I don't know what you... One thing you said was, uh, in reference to Richard Williams, who he played in the film, the father of the Mm. Williams sisters, he said, yeah, I really look like the crazy father there. And I thought... No, Richard Williams used to hold up <laughs> handwritten, badly drawn felt pen signs. Giving it, he didn't. He didn't used to go and slap Justin Hennan, did he? <laughs> I thought Richard Williams had the old dear. Don't bring me yeah. in on this, mate. Do you know what I loved? Well, I love saying Justin Hennan. Do you know what? Do. I really enjoyed that moment. Thank, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. What I found extraordinary was the number of celebrities when questioned about the incident on the red carpet afterwards who, it turned out, were in the toilet or backstage or... Yeah. They, <laughs> they just kept saying, I didn't see it. Was no, it the arson, I... arson finger? <laughs> I, I didn't see the incident. <laughs> they kept saying, no, I can't comment. No, I, I, I didn't see it. Um, no, I wasn't in the room at the time. Really? All of them. Mm. Well, I was watching the coverage on... Because they didn't want to do a quote about it. Well, it's the Amerta, yeah. isn't it? Um, and it's the what? Omerta. What's that mean? It's the mafia for King oh, Fire, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And oh, no. Jim Carrey condemned it, which I liked. Yes. And a few others. Not many. Not many condemnation people, but there should be more. Well, I noticed I watched the coverage on uh, GMB and Ross King is their correspondent. Oh, yes. Do you remember him? Yes. <laughs> what I like about the Oscar correspondents on the red carpet is they have to, they have to sort of get dressed up for the occasion... <laughs> Yeah. in the black tie wear. But they're sort of standing behind the rope in the cold with the microphone. It's like, it was like me at uh, Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. those ropes don't keep it pulled back. <laughs> he, used to be, he used to be phenomenally orange, Ross King. <laughs> and then I think he recognised that that was going out of fashion and he, he, he didn't go... He didn't, fashion's been a priority in his life. He didn't grade mm-hmm. downwards. He went orange to white, like a traffic light changing. Ping, like, he suddenly was on telly. I thought, who is that? <laughs> And, um, it, yeah, he just one day, it all went in the um, bathroom bin. You know what he's gone now? What has he now? He's dug out the eyeliner. Oh, he hasn't. Luck. No. 
Ross King had eyeliner, Frank. King goes goth. If I'm going to use eyeliner now, I'm going to call. I'm going to say I'm just rosking, just rosking me eyes a bit. <laughs> Do a bit of rosking. As he has and as he rocks. He's such a nice man. He's a lovely man. And do you know what? I think he just got into the spirit of the occasion. It was the Oscars and he Who just... Who did he hit? <laughs> <laughs> Frank on Absolute Radio. 351. What's wrong with eyeliner, Frank? If Ross wants to look fabulous, all power to him. No, look. Ross from Madeline. We agree. Look, we we're, said... we're an Alice Cooper family. Yes. Yeah. We've got nothing to defend. I'm taking Buzz to see Alice Cooper in May. Are you? At the O2. Oh. Congratulations. You know, there are a couple of people in the the Will Chris moment. Mm. There's always that bloke, isn't there, who likes to wade in and be the peacemaker. And that during a fight. You know those blokes. So it's all right, calm down, mate. Come on, come on. He's he's not worth a hit. Yes. And except in this incident instance, it was P. Diddy. Oh, I didn't know he got involved. Yes, oh he got very much he was he chose to be that bloke. Okay. He said he came on stage immediately afterwards, I think. And he was doing a lot of hand gestures, sort of calm down hand gestures. And he said, Will, I love you. Chris, I love you. We're going to sort this out as a family oh. afterwards. Um, I don't know whether he did, but he kept giving statements and updates. Yeah, mm. from on behalf of the family. I must say, the most disappointing thing for me is that Chris Rock's next, next stand-up gig, he said, I'm not going to talk about it tonight because I'm still processing. I'm sorry, mate, that's yeah. not good enough. <laughs> That is not good enough. If you're, if I got in an incident like that and I had a gig two days later, I would not sleep until I'd right. got material to start that show. And it would have been gold and the audience would have loved it. Mm-hmm. And when you come back on your next tour and do it, where you've at, sat with your team of writers, that's mm-hmm. no good. No. Look, very I've let learned, down. Very let down. I've, very let down. I've learned a lot about... Uh, Will Smith and uh, what's her name? Jada. Jada Pinkett. JPS. I, d- I didn't realise that they were in an open relationship, but that she had had a four and a half year long affair, which I think is sort of a breaking of the rules of the open relationship. I think you're only meant to have little quick dalliances. Is it, ofi- is it official? The open relationship. I think that's yeah. I think that's what they said. Oh, and then she had this if four it and wasn't. a half year. Yeah, and then, if it wasn't, you won't slap Al. I'm surprised that they needed that because you'd think that their relationship would always have the sort of um, excitement of having an affair because whenever they check into a hotel, they do it under the name Mr and Mrs Smith. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. So you'd think that would be enough. Ladies and gentlemen, the wickedly talented (laughs) Alun Cockline. I've got to say one thing about Will Smith. I've never been a massive fan. I think the the, the hip-hop, I thought, was... What do you mean? It, you know, he used to do like hip hop songs. Which oh, when we shake the room. Yeah, no, Come I on. didn't. I didn't like that. They were, I would call it um, Hamilton, Hamiltonian hip hop. Oh, right, dear. right. Um, but he did. He want, He changed my attitude to golf. He did a film called Bag of Vance in which golf was portrayed as this mysterious world on this living creature of a course. And he made it all mystical and interesting. And I actually started having golf lessons after on the strength of seeing Will Smith as Bag of Vance. It's quite a what weird entry point yeah. for Will Smith. I yeah. think most people are like... Men in black. No, no, for me. Pursuit of happiness. Bag of Vance. Bag of Vance for Frank. <laughs> Bag of ants for Frank is what I uh, ordered at the live insect <laughs> um, restaurant. That's what Ozzy Osbourne used to like. Bag of, I used to. Uh, I'm afraid he did. He did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was no. That'd be tickly, wouldn't it? Imagine yeah. the sneeze, sneezeology of that. <laughs> anyway, we. I think we've. Uh, yes. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, by the way, by the way, before we um, move on, I don't know if you remember this, but I was sent some um, soap a while back, probably a couple of months back. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Looking at the producer, always looks at me like she's never been here before. Yeah, I do remember. But anyway, so I just thought that's lovely, and I think I said a thank you, and it was from a thing called the Radish Soap Company, and it's all vegan and healthy and all that. Anyway, I actually uh, got round to using 
a tablet today, uh, yesterday. Oh, and because um, I had, a, I had, you know, I had a store of other uh, post Christmas soap, mm. but yeah. Um, when I looked at the make, it said Beads Bath Bar. Mm-hmm. As in the venerable bead. I don't think there's a venerable bead range of cosmetics. <laughs> and so I looked um, at the other... I looked at the other soaps. Mm. And I'll give you a few par example. Um, if I can find that baby. Oh, yes, yeah, so there's Beads Bath Bar. And uh, there's the Ballet Link... <gasps> And it oh. says, soap to forget oh. underneath. The ballet link was a very boring, tedious link that we did on the show. And there's another one called I'm Till Tandin with, yeah. uh, with tea, mint and cocoa. So um, Bespoke soaps. So it's bespoke. Yeah, so, wow. well, so thank you to the, uh, the Radish Soap Company. And I must say, it's, it's, it's nice soap. That's Good nice. colours. How lovely. It looks edible. You know, some soap looks a bit like fudge. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Can we go back to? Can we go back in time slightly? To Are you our... going to revive a forty-five? No, I'd like to go to the section we call previously. Oh yes. Dot dot dot. Oh yeah. Previously ellipses. Do we have a jingle? I don't think we do. Frank. I don't think Why we don't do. Why don't you improvise? I'll. This will do. But yes, but do you contain gum Arabic? <laughs> I'm not prepared to yes. answer that. Okay. Yeah. They're very touchy about the gum Arabic confession. Oh, yeah, gum Arabic. That's It's a bit of a... Uh, that is verboten these days. Mm, is it? Mm, mm-hmm. Very much so. Oh, I've got three jars in the cupboard. <laughs> mm. Anyway... Yes, GA, my what? GAs. Why don't, why don't you set up a little stall at the next school fair? Uh, well, <laughs> all the parents saying, "I'll do the tombola, Frank Skinner." I, I could do uh, some gum Arabic. Yeah, I've got the, the, the gum Arabic um, auction. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, previously on the show, Al, we've had some good, some good little uh, we've, entries, haven't we've we? Had, we've had various ones. One of the. Um, things that you were discussing on previous shows frank was some talking points in the home and i oh conversation pieces and all that yeah yes conversation Mm. starters conversation pieces long time listener harking back to when you got the leather crown hat for christmas first time message (laughs) i was listening to your podcast last week and you mentioned talking points in our houses we moved to this house september last year it's a decent size two up two down we're in our 50s and love wildlife, especially lions and tigers. So most of the walls have that kind of artwork. A couple of months ago, we saw someone on Facebook advertising the artwork they do. Instead of putting it on canvas, they paint directly onto your walls. We now have a picture of a lion's head painted and spray painted, all different colours, a sort of graffiti six foot by six foot wow. in the living room. Always starts a conversation off when people come in. I'll bet it does. Mm. Would love to send a pic. We'll carry on trying until I suss it out. <laughs> yeah, send a pic. I like the fact that they're Try in, a camera. In a, yeah. <laughs> That's Hopefully a, I, you'll read this out. I like this. There's a little bit of a civic duty to it. Hopefully you'll read this out, giving people ideas what to do with spare wall space. <laughs> Yours sincerely, Dave Lyon. Dave Lyon? Dave Lyon? No. Yeah, Dave Lyon, L-Y-O-N. That's uh, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't mention that connection. What if he hasn't never occurred to him <laughs> that he's I don't called think it has, Oh, unless that's... it's a fib. Similarly, I, I don't think so. It's, uh, we shouldn't. Uh, no, I know. We've got. We've got to. Um, we'll be back. I looked at a house um, in Little Venice, and they had a mosa- an enormous mosaic oh, of right. Mickey Mouse on the wall. I wonder oh. if that's still there. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We're discussing previously mm. on the show. Al, you were just talking about conversation pieces, mm. mm-hmm. which I'm going to call peak Frank Skinner, that topic. <laughs> okay. There's something which I don't think... We've had Simon from York. Right. He sounds lovely and medieval. Anyone from York sounds quite medieval. What about Terry from uh, Who Did Terry's <laughs> All Gold? They were from York. 
Do you remember Terry's all gold? Were they? I yeah. remember. Yeah, they were from. That was all based in York, I think. Terry's. Well, the Cadbury's. I think they were made by Cadbury's because Cadbury. I think Cadbury's was based in York. No, Cadbury's oh, is Birmingham. I'm sure. so sorry. Yeah. I do apologise. Quaker guys. I don't think it was um, Cadbury's, not Terry's. Oh, I'm we'll sorry. We'll get to the bottom of this. There'll be a chocolatier listening. <laughs> Can any chocolatiers uh-huh. get in touch? Anyway, because I heart chocolate. You don't uh, really, do you? No, of course I don't. No, I didn't think you did. But, you know, I was speaking as if I was an Oliver Bonus mug momentarily. Simon <laughs> of York has got in touch. We have a stone resin floor that you would usually see on paths and driveways in the hallway and kitchen of a, of a house. Mm. Whenever we answer the front door, the first thing people do is look down. Sorry, I apologise. I got the emphasis all wrong then. Okay. We have a stone resin floor that you would usually see on paths and driveways, comma, in the hallway and kitchen of our house. I see. Are we all clear? Mm. Whenever we answer the front door, the first thing people do is look down and comment on the floor. We then have a very long conversation about the pros and cons of such a floor. I like to think it breaks up delivery drives a little. Mm-hmm. P.S. It was installed by the previous owners, but I would not recommend it. Well, it's all. I right. don't want to get into a whole pros and cons discussion, though. It's all very well for um, the, the the drivers and stuff to have these conversations, <laughs> but he's having this conversation how many times a week oh, about yeah. his floor? Mm-hmm. You know, I left my West Bromwich Albion um, bathroom when I moved out from that house. I had one. I, had, I, I actually commissioned a West Bromwich Albion badge from the tiling company, which was about three feet by three feet. Oh, that was too much it, time and money years. And someone told me that um, the man, has re- <laughs> though he has no interest in football, he's retained it as a conversation piece. <laughs> the man. Nice. The man. The man. <laughs> Is that the same man that uh, David Beckham referred to on the plane when he said to... <laughs> I believe when my friend was on the plane, I believe it was he was a young Brooklyn Beckham. Okay. And he said, you've got to be quiet or the man will come and chuck you off the plane. Well, mm-hmm. And yeah. I was very relieved that David Beckham still cites the man. Yeah. All the or morning. I say the lady. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, someone told mm. me that they, this is an air steward, that he was on a flight that to David and Victoria was on. Mm. And they asked me if he'd got any paper and, and pens. It's just, it was just the two of them, no kids. Oh, and um, he said when he went to collect the stuff after, there was page after page of noughts and crosses. Was there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one page in which there was a design, a couple of designs for a tattoo. Really? Mm. Oh, the way are off-live. <laughs> yeah, but noughts and crosses, how long would that keep you going on a flight? I don't remember the last time I played Norton Crosses when someone won. <laughs> They're all draws. It's got like, you know. Anyway, that's that's me on Norton and Crosses. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be getting a soap like that soon. Yeah. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hey, Frank, we've had a text where you're being vindicated. Um, and I know you like those. I love being uh, vindicated. Nine two one has said yes, Frank! Exclamation mark. <laughs> well, watched about up. ten minutes. Watched about ten minutes of Lovecraft Country and had to switch off during the bedroom scene as I couldn't hear it. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I understand trying to get realism, but if if that had been me and Kath in bed, it would have been a second before someone said, "What? What did you say?" You know, just because just you're intimate, you don't... That's not well, enough. You say that, but you haven't had a love affair with Elvis. No. Mm. Have you? <laughs> I choose not to comment at this time. Elvis, you always know yeah. what's been said in Elvis films. Oh, do you know he was my first crush, Frank? So many others I reckon he was, but I just... I, cri- I cried because I'd never go out with Do him. you still have a celebrity? I was thinking the other day, I haven't had a celebrity crush for years. It was quite discouraged in our family. Was it? Yeah. Oh, was it? That's because you knew most of them. It could get awkward. <laughs> mm, yeah. In our family, they were a long way off. <laughs> it was quite discouraged. Who was your first? I've got to... 
I can't say my first, I'm afraid. You can't say your first celebrity crush? No, for reasons that will become evident when I tell you both off air. Okay. okay? <laughs> uh, however, I'm sure you can work out who we might have been. But, okay, Al, have you got there? Yes. I'm, I'm Was it me? No. Okay. Kath no. said, uh, Kath, my Albert partner, is... I remember saying to me that um, I asked her the same question and she said she had two mm. celebrity crushes when she was at school. Mm. Richard Bryars and Ruth <laughs> Maddock from Heidi High. They're good. I mean, cover all the all the well, I had, as you know, I had Derek Pringle as I got older. Oh, of course, yeah. When I was younger, Stefan Edberg, mm. the tennis player. Ah, obscure. The, <laughs> the one I can't name, who we'll discuss off air. Um... Mm. Elvis was in my top three. All right. Definitely. Uh-huh. Jailhouse Rock period, not how great thou art. And I would say various... Uh, oh, Noel Edmonds. Really? <laughs> yeah. Noel Edmonds. Mm. That, um, yeah. <laughs> he was it's mine a... as well, so that's just a price. <laughs> it's him bringing that inflatable doll as a chaperone. That put, would put me off the dating. Uh, check the check out the inflatable doll. That wasn't a derogatory remark. He keeps one because he drives a cab, mm. uh, a black cab, just like for fun. And he has her in the back so people don't stop him. Frank, quickly, I know we've got to go, but who was your celebrity crush very quickly? My first one was um, on a Blackman. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's a good show. Okay. But um, I had like Julie Covington, I remember, from um, Rock Follies. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. Anyway, it's been a while. <laughs> um, Dame Edith Evans, I think, was the... And the woman was... on the Bayo Tapestry, she was lovely. Yes. <laughs> um, so, listen, um, all right. Oh, Honestly... <laughs> Um, sorry, but the the producer was literally just holding the fez in my face. I could hardly breathe. Thank you for listening to us. Um, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.